Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about the Terror Season 1 Episode 8, it's called Terror Camp Clear. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Can I just say the title of this episode sounds like an 80s slasher movie. It does, doesn't it? I, I just, I'm expecting a knockoff of Jason Voorhees to start running around killing people in tents. Maybe um, that's what the monster is. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, needs a mask. That's what he's yeah. missing. I'm sure we can fit one on him. That's not a mask. Uh, so, first thing I want to talk about this episode is that we were joking about James Fitzjames's name at the start and saying these parents were awful people for naming him James when his second name was Fitzjames. Turns out this was all part of the plan. This, this, is, part, this is a character point. His it's name, a very intentional joke. Yes, his name was, was made up kind of almost a joke in and of itself because he was... A bastard child and had to like just had to find something to look after him, and it was all very because he kind of opens up to Francis at the start. We get this kind of uh, and again. We're, we were just talking last week how they have how much they have grown as a as a relationship since the start of the show, where they kind of hated each other, and now Francis is actually saying, "Hey, like even if you did everything for ego, even if you are, even if you sort of politics your way into this, like you're still you're doing fine now. That there's still yeah, reasons yeah, you to, still did it, yeah." Uh, so no, he's he's propping him up, but he never had done that at the start of the show. Um, yeah. I, I think you know it's, it comes down to extreme situations like this. Like they they they're almost bonding because they're surviving together, and they like they're seeing their strengths come out when they need to come out. And it's you know it's mm. you know all, all the cloud of all the the trying to rise in the ranks and all the the bullshit you put up with the day to day it all goes away because we're just in the. Out in the real, not the real world, but the, I mean, it is the real world, but, you know, out, out in the harsh, like, desolate world, and it's just... Yeah, in the real world is almost, you know, getting home, that's, yeah. that's once they're back. Yeah, that's the real world to them, but this is yeah. this is equally real, it's there. It is, yes. So, so I thought that was an interesting scene. Um, now, we were we were questioning last week, because obviously we had the big ending with, with Hickey. Uh, mm-hmm. doing his stabbings and we questioned what he was going to do and for some reason it never actually dawned on us that he was going to blame the, the stabbings on the Inuit family that they, they encountered out there yeah. uh, and you know when they mentioned the because the, the captains get back and everyone's in a tizzy they come in and find out and I love that as soon as they mention Hickey's the one that like survives and came back and told us Francis immediately has this look in his eyes like Hickey oh, really say now. It was Hickey yeah. that came back. He survived. Oh, interesting. And they immediately he starts poking holes at it. He starts trying to figure out what's, what's wrong with this story. And But there's interesting things because they mention that they, they find uh, some of Irving's belongings and he and their stuff. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense because he gave them some stuff. He gave them a telescope. Yeah. He was like sort of trading things with them. Um, so I, I was actually kind of surprised with the direction of this episode. I, I thought Hickey would be either just deranged or hiding a bit more but no he was like full on he's back in the camp he's trying to spin a story he's trying to convince the men ah oh, those Inuits are crazy you know we find out that beyond stabbing Irving he like cut off his nipples and his penis and did all, all this deranged stuff and like oh Jesus Christ he's really trying to like get everyone to you know start a revolt essentially uh, Lady Silence is basically not safe there anymore everyone's staring at her as she goes out but the captain's insisting Hickey coming with them to go check out the, uh, the, the the bodies because the men went and shot all the family. Uh, yeah. when, when, when Hickey told them the story, they went out and they, they shot them. They gave the order. And, you know, one of them's a kid and the whole thing. And uh, basically, like, 
I love that the ca- the captains are are flat out just saying, well, if Hickey's telling the truth, we'll do this. But if he's not, we'll do this. Like there's never like an assumption that he's actually telling the truth. It's always no, 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 no. I don't believe a word of this. Something happened certainly, but I'm not yeah. believing a word of it until we have proof one way or the other. But but they don't just immediately say you know they don't go well he's definitely lying. They go and yeah. check it out. They do and you know, they have suspicions, but they investigate it. And you know they say if he is telling the truth, you know this is the plan. They they have that in mind. Yeah, and the, the proof ends up being uh, that I mean it doesn't necessarily prove that he killed them, but it proves that he's lying because uh, he he obviously he tells a version of his story. Uh, that did not include Irving getting fed some some seal, yeah, and they yeah, find no seal sense. in his stomach, and uh, so he, he turns to the, the officer who her, who got the initial account, and he's like, "Hey, do you do you agree this this proves that he is lying that this his story is false?" And he basically agrees, and that that's kind of where we go from there. And my cat is moving things around, you little shit. Oh, move. Right, good. What's that dealt with? All right, so yeah, so so immediately there's this like suspicion, but you can see that Hickey's trying to set everything in motion at the same time, and I think the episode has a very neat ticking time bomb kind of element to it, where mm. they're trying to disprove him. Meanwhile, Hickey's trying to get his group together to to leave and run off, uh, along with the marine and uh, the other yeah, the, other the, the marine captain. Yeah. Um, and they end up arming the men against the captain's orders. There's the one officer, you know, uh, Little does give the order, but he kind of regrets it later. And it, you almost feel that he's he's almost bullied into it in, in the scene itself, I, I felt like. Like, there's, there's a point where, like, you know, already, like, 20 men have got guns and they're standing around him, and he's about to tell him to put the guns back, and I'm like, is this going to go well for you? Like, Yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, I mean, go on then. Yeah, uh... But of course, so eventually, no, they like no. We need to arrest both both Hickey and the Marine at the same time. We need to get them together, and you know the last order he has in this scene, he's like, okay, get him, and you can trust deputize on this, do this, this, do this, and the final thing he says, oh yeah, oh yeah, and get get the carpenter for what, sir, <laughs> for the gallows. I'm like, oh damn, okay, we're we're going straight there. Now, admittedly, what we've what we've seen Hickey do, he he, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, extreme punishment, definitely. I, I'm surprised they went as far as that because obviously, you know, he says, "All right, we'll bring him in for court martial." Mm. So I'm like, "Okay, right, they're 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 definitely you know getting executed." Yeah. But I was like, you know, given the situation, I thought they might just you know be simple, like you know, bullet through the head or something. Well, I, I think it's because uh, he he wants to make more of a show of it. He wants to show the other men that this a it's not tolerated, obviously, but. I think because the the lies he's been spreading, he has to stand up in front of the men and clearly show that he is insidious and that he is a liar and prove that, no, 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 what's best is that we stick together because him trying to do this is what led to the deaths of several officers, it's what's led to the death of this family. And, you know, because I, I think the real the cutting part when it's been, he gets the guy to bring down the bag and he's like, what's in there, it's seal. Yeah, and he says, no, when Irving met this family, they didn't attack him, they fed him. No, no, I, I get all this, but... You know, a firing squad would have been a lot simpler than you know building an entire thing. Yeah, but I, 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 I still have that speech. You can still have the speech, but I still think it's symbolic. It's still, yeah, it's more dramatic. It's more dramatic, but it, it feels like a waste of time and resources and energy. <laughs> what else are they doing? Trying to survive. They they have all they're, the time in the world. They've got nothing but time. They've got limited supplies. <laughs> 
He wanted a hanging. The man got his hang. Well, he didn't get his hanging, but he almost had his hanging. <laughs> ah, see, if he'd had a firing squad. Well, no, because it was during his last words. That they still wouldn't have got to the shooting yet. Ah, they'd have just gone with it. <laughs> because no, it, it, he's like, no, no, like, um, they didn't stab him. That was Mr. Hickey, and he starts shouting as he's saying this. Um, and you know, at one point, Hickey tries to enter, you know interject, and he's like, "No, you shut up. You will get your turn to speak." And it's all, it's all very, all good and well. Uh, but when he does get to speak, though, he tries to kind of do the opposite. He try, he tries to make the men not trust Francis. He's like, "Oh well, you tell us." He actually does an impression. He starts doing his voice. He tries to yeah. mimic his accent and doing his voice, and it, it tells them about how he was going to desert them. Um, although I, I I I mean I get why he's saying this obviously because he's Hickey. And by the way. Even as he was getting hanged, he, he still had that smirk in his face. And I'm like, you know what? The hanging is not good enough. Tortured him slowly. I want that smug smirk off of his face. That would be a, nice. On a personal level, I mean, of course. I'm not, this is not an official... Uh, <laughs> this, is not, this is not my belief in uh, uh, capital. I don't even necessarily support capital punishment. Uh, but in the context of this show, wipe that smug smell off of his face. Nice bit of slow torture. Like, capital punishment's there already, so might as well lean into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This situation is not a time to start making a, a speech for against capital punishment. <laughs> They've got enough problems right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they do. And honestly, the, the sad truth to hear, I think, is the idea that there are a group of men who might betray the rest of them. Their best option is probably to wipe them out, rather than having to guard them 24-7. It's just not feasible, is it? Yeah. It, 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 logically, it just makes sense. It, it does. But he, he tries to, like, uh, uh, you know, persuade the men that Francis can't be trusted. Uh, my, my counterpoint to him here is that when Francis wanted to lead that, that, that group, that was before Sir John died, Right. Yes. Right? So it wasn't like he was leaving them without a, a leader. Like, you know, it wasn't like he was abandoning them and leaving them on their own. Like, he... I mean, arguably, yes. Like, there, there's... I, I think the d- drama here is that internally, he maybe he did want to kind of just leave and go home. And he was willing to sort of do that. And sure, he, he could dress it up as, oh, no, I'll lead the group. I'll lead the men so they've got a leader with them. But uh, but I think that's part of the journey. Is that, that, that's why it kind of stings a little bit true when he says it. It's like, well, yeah, he was going to go. But... Yeah. Uh, it it wasn't like you know an evil. T- it's it's kind of like how they've all grown. Like him and uh, Fitzjames have grown so much, mm, definitely before, since the start of the show. Um, so uh, what actually shocks me is that there's some of the men who are going to go with them that still are willing to go at the end. I mean, no, kind of just the, believe him at this point. The marine, I get because even because admittedly, I liked it during the speech when. Uh, Francis is flat out saying, no, no, he stabbed him, he cut off his nipples, he did all this stuff. I, I like, because none of the other men knew he did that. At least I don't think they did. Right? Uh, not that we know of, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he, like he, I, I don't think they would have been as so gun ho about all these plans if it involved, oh, I'm going to brutally murder and, like, you know, uh, <laughs> like defile. Oh. No, I think they believed the story that Hickey yeah. was telling that you know that, that it was the Eskimos. Yeah, certainly up until that point. But there's a point when Francis is saying all this that the Marine he has this look in his face. He's like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah. like I think if I was him at that point, I'd be like, "Hey, I didn't know he was going to kill someone. Like, I, I mean, I, I just wanted to leave with him. Like, <laughs> let me can I go, please." Uh, but so I get why he would go with him though, because he was about to be killed as well. So from his perspective, even if Hickey is like this deranged he doesn't have a whole lot of options no i think some of the others you know you know hickey his his whole final word speech is that 
hey, if the captain was lying about those things, he might be lying about everything he's just said about me. So they <clears> kind of buy into it a bit and, and think that, okay, maybe Hickey didn't kill this guy. Yeah, I think, admittedly, obviously, we have the perspective of seeing everything because we're the viewer, but I, I think, I like to think a good chunk of the men are probably on Francis's side, just purely because I think Hickey's got that look that looks like he's a deceiver. You know, because I think over the course of the events and everything he's done... I mean, it's it's worth noting, even all the people that Hickey does have on his side, it's still a small group yeah. compared and, to the you know the company at large. And also, when Francis asked for volunteers to man the rope to hang him... Quite a few step up. Yeah, there's yeah. quite a few people who just are quite willing to, yeah, I'll, I'm on it, sir, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang the ginger, it's fine. So... Yeah, yeah, you're never gonna let go, are you? <laughs> let what go? Uh, it's always the villains. <laughs> That's not true. Ron Weasley's not a villain. Well, no. But look, stop undermining. Yeah, the well, that's an entire family of noble little gingers who, well, sure, they don't accomplish much, but they're, 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 they're... they accomplish plenty-ish. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Yeah, so they have their moments. That that is the cry of 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 the ginger. We're useful, ish. <laughs> we'll get things done, kinda. Look, stuff does get done. It's not kinda. It's eventually. <laughs> well, that doesn't help in this situation. They're all dying slowly. They need to get back to proper land. They'll, and they'll get back eventually. Oh yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I've got a fair, I've got a fair idea. They may knock on it. Don't let me spoil it for you. No, I know. Um, but so, what was I getting to? Uh, yeah. So, but yeah. So, but the end of the episode, they like Hickey and at least a group of the men who were going with them are leaving uh, to the point where Francis like let them go because obviously once hell breaks loose, it's like okay, we've got bigger problems to deal with. It's not worth the, the resources yeah. of trying to track them down. Because of course, now one of the things I love about this episode is. It gets really foggy really quickly, right? And when some of the men are trying to convince, like the the ones in charge, that we need guns or something going on, like there's a, like they like, the track because Hickey's trying to convince them as an army of Inuits coming to, to attack yeah. us for what we've done, and we, oh, we can't see them in the fog, and we hear the occasional thing. Joe, there was a point. See when Francis was making his speech before before the hanging. Yeah. There's a bit. There's a bit in the middle where like I thought I heard a laugh. And he kind of turned around and reacted as if there was one. But then he, he went on as if there was nothing. And I thought, was that in the episode or was I hearing something like something outside? Like, was there like? Because you know, I've, I've got the surround sound, so it's you know, it was actually, yeah, yeah, in the direction. And it's not until the end, uh, well, the, the, the you know the one who was going crazy earlier on, and he took all the the the, well, what was what drug was it? I can't, I can't quite call it drug it was. Uh, but. It was uh, cocaine, was in it, right? Oh, you may be right, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the name was uh, Peruvian, I think. It was, yeah, but it was good, cocaine and something that was mixed in. Good Sir comes in and he's like, who'd you give all this to? This is really strong shit. He's like, I'm not giving it to anyone. And you know, obviously he's just had a You've seen that guy walking around high. Yeah, because it's almost, like, almost really out of tone in the middle of the episode when it cuts to him and he's just like sort of stumbling around. And it's like, and you've got this like cheerful music yeah. sort of thing going on, yeah. Yeah, but it, it kind of pays off though because... Right as Hickey's making his his final words, uh, he comes like he's to hear him laugh again, and it's creepy because it's just all fog. And then he comes sort of walking in, and he's laughing, and then the monster comes in behind him, 
and you know the monster starts attacking and it's just all out chaos from that point on in fact as, as we're running around frantically between characters uh, around the tents at times it, the, the monster just jumping in and killing swooping in yeah. and killing people here left I, and right. I think i think you know on speculation stuff it's worth noting that you know there was no monster last episode mm-hmm. but this one as soon as lady silence is let go it comes yeah. back yeah, she's let go because they believe it's not safe for her. You know, cause, and I, I kind of liked, it, it felt like even Fitzjames and, you know, cared about her when he necessarily didn't at first. You know, it felt like even he's like, here's your things, I got all your things, you know, it's not safe for you to come back. Like, it felt like, okay. Um, and Good Sir, you know, is you know, kind of sorry to see her go, tries to convince her to stay. I'll, no, I'll speak to the men, I'll make it safe for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure this moment really landed that much because we, we, we set up the start of a relationship with them and, mm-hmm. and Good Sir, you know, and then... You know, nothing, we never really saw much of it, and then now I'm just you know it got to this point where it's like, oh, stay, it's fine. Uh, well, I don't, I don't have a problem with this because to me this wasn't like, see if they'd kissed or something like that, I'd I'd, I'd be on your side here. Yeah. But for me, this was more like he still saw her leaving as being dangerous for her, and so this, this was still just he cares about her. He's trying to get her to stay. It wasn't so much oh, I'm in love with you, <laughs> please stay. Okay. Uh. Well, it depends how you read the scene, I suppose. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I read more that way. It was like, oh, I want to take you back to England and show you all there. Oh, I mean, it, it does say that, yeah. But it, again, like, he's, he's brought this up before, where it's this point of pride where he's like, this is not who we are. You know, England is a paradise and we're all much better people. It ain't people. Like, I'm just, just I'm leveling yeah. with you. It's pretty shy, isn't it? <laughs> I'm leveling with you. Yeah, he, he says that as a Scotsman. So that, that like, you know, he says it as an insult. I say it as an Englishman. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not all it's cracked up to be. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that his idealistic view of the fallow land is not so hot. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not great. Actually, is England referred to as a fallow land or a motherland? I, I can never remember which ones, which countries referred to as which. Does it matter? Think so. I th- I don't, Germany's I, I, normally I, I, the fatherland. I feel like Germany's always a fatherland. It is. I feel like England's a motherland, but it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> I yeah, I wasn't going to fight you on it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, that doesn't really. That probably doesn't matter. Yeah. But hey, uh, <laughs> so well, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. So yeah, as soon as Lady Silence goes, all of a sudden we get a monster attack, and then you have to wonder as well. I, I think it's it's worth mentioning, like. It, Maybe is is it less Lady Silence and more the family that was killed? Okay. If we're dealing with the idea of mythology, is this revenge for the family, or is it because the monsters attacked before when Lady Silence was on the ship, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, has to have done. Yeah. But I, I remember at that point, you know, at that point, you know, the monster was running wild because it was, you know. After Lady Science's father had been killed. And it was but before she did a little ritual and cut her own tongue. And Yeah, but now yeah. it seems to be, you know, she tried that binding ritual. So she should have some semblance of control, right? At least enough to say, hey, leave, leave us alone. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now it's gone. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just the fact that it wasn't attacking because she was there. rather, And, you know, it, it was, okay, no, I respect the protection of her, essentially. Yeah. Now yeah. she's out of range. It's like, well, they're they're free food now. Yeah, um, I can see. I can see it playing like that. I can see it playing. The, I don't want to say the word revenge necessarily. That feels a bit too simplified. But I feel like it's thematically the idea that that obviously it wasn't all the men. It was really just Hickey that kind of led to this. But this idea of them coming in and like just upending. I mean, not the entire culture, but just 
you know, these outsiders coming in and disrespecting and taking lives. Yeah. And, you know, I can see there have been some sort of repercussions sort of spiritually for that, if nothing else. Because um, mm. I, I wonder how deep down the mythology hole we go. Because, you know, we're going to have a reduced group next episode. We're going to have the small group with Hickey and we're going to have, I assume, like a half the men of what we had before in the main yeah. group. <laughs> it's it's going to be weird to see the show physically split into two camps right because mm. e- even though we've had you know various plot threads things going on before this feels very you know way more distinct than ever where okay no, no there are two groups to follow that are doing two entirely separate things yeah yeah i mean assuming assuming it goes the way we think it does based on the ending obviously they might swerve us quite quickly earlier on next episode but i do think i kind of see the hickey group almost just playing out like a prophecy you know what? What Francis said. You know he will burn through you like fuel. Like you're just resources to him to to abuse. Like I can kind of see it just playing out and Hickey just like having this really like dark ending on his own where he's just dying alone because he's like, you know, uh, maybe the Lamen will realize what type of person is. Maybe he has to kill them. You know, I I can just see it like going down this tragic path. This is the thing. I agree that that all makes sense, but is that satisfying for him to just die on his own? I feel like it's got to be, you know. Francis involved with getting him, surely. I don't know if it needs to be Francis involved. I I, I think maybe you know there's the guy he used to have sex with, who he's still kind of controlling, and he's part of his group. Yeah. Like I wonder if him kind of finally realizing who he really is and fighting back might be satisfying because he's been controlling him all all season. Yeah, maybe. And he's been manipulating. Him. I think maybe him standing up against him might be like, oh no, you've truly failed. Like as a deceiver, you have truly failed once he's said no. You know what? Yeah, maybe yeah. Had enough of this. Oh, wait and see. I mean, like, I'm not saying it wouldn't be. You yeah. know, it would be bad if it was that that route. I'm just. It, it doesn't seem as obviously satisfying, at least. I suppose it depends if you expect like Francis's group and Hickey's group to cross paths again. I don't. I don't yeah. know if they will. Uh, I can see it going either way. I mean, obviously the monster could come in and just rip his head off. <laughs> which, it could. Yeah. Which could be satisfying. Um, but it's I almost too wonder. Easy, if doesn't it? Yeah, but I almost wonder if it was more poignant with it. And try to make tries to make more of a dramatic point. Without... I think the reason I'm expecting it to cross paths is it's it's you know we, we've talked about the whole thing about you know it's all about the, you know, the 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 metaphor of the nature of man. Yeah, yeah. And you've got you know the the good and the bad in Francis and Hickey, so just it feels obvious to me for them to that that's the final showdown is between those two. I, I think what I like is that uh, Francis himself and then you know. Uh, Fitz James even like they both have negatives and positives to them. They they have this balancing yeah. act, um, and the, the terror show t- to an extent is balanced. And we talked a lot about this at the start of the show how Sir John wanted to do things a certain way, Francis was another way, and it was like no a balance between the two is actually what would, make, would be most successful as a captain. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, if anything, if anything, the, the the pure opposite of of Hickey's probably good, sir. Who's, who's yeah. named very on the nose now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> because oh, he actually right. he is the good sir of the of the group. That's true. Uh not that I expect a showdown between Good Sir and Hickey. Uh no. dramatically it's way more lean towards Francis, but you know. Um Yeah. That, that, that's the only reason I'm expecting it. It just it feels like that's the way for the story to play. But I mean mm. they could do something else. It's not like you know, that's not all they have to do this. Mm. Also Blanky being a badass with his fake leg, being like, No, I'll walk. I am not yeah, I can still do things. I can still go be, go be uh, an officer. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he's on it. Yeah, uh, so no, uh, it, I, no, I thought this was solid. I, I think this is up there with the best of them, um, mainly because it kept this really strong atmosphere. As soon as that fog rolled in, 
Yeah. And everything with he- uh, Hickey where you're like, oh my god, I hate that you're lying. You know, it's, it's, it's got that... It's kind of like how we were watching Lost in Space recently and we really hated Smith. It's kind of got that effect where you just... Every word that comes out of his mouth when he's trying to deceive someone, you're like, oh, <laughs> someone just kill him already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, basically. You, you just want someone to stab him. Yeah, uh, you've got that feeling in, in the pit of your stomach. Uh, so you've got good character work going on there. Francis immediately being suspicious of it and working things out was really satisfying. And like I say, the, the fog, the, the, the laughing in the fog, uh, is there people out there? Um, it's, cause it's worth mentioning, actually, when after they investigate the crime scene, if you want to call it that, and they come back, they almost, like the captain and co almost get shot because everyone's got guns and they, they hear them they coming. Hear them like, oh, someone, someone out there, coming. shoot them. Yeah. So He is not happy. Oh, he's not. He's not pleased at all. Uh, but I also like that he doesn't uh, chastise uh, Little too much for, for giving the order. He says, you know what, you gave the order you thought was right when you gave it. So I'm, you Yeah, know, yeah, maybe you should have done better. You should have gone to Fitzjames, but, yeah. you know, it could have been worse. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning, yeah, more people are getting sick. Fitzjames, we see he's getting sicker. Uh, that's all going. Yeah. So uh, he, His seems to be slightly more advanced as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got more going on. He's got the... the uh, it wasn't even a bruise on him. It was because uh, we saw the one guy who goes to the doctor, and he's like got these giant bruises. Yeah, not... but that's the early stages. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, because that's the thing. The, the, the not the doctor. I mean, Goodsaw's not even a doctor, but the guy who's helping the, the Goodsaw. Not the not the doctor. Yes, the 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 new second in command in the medical division, if you want to call it that, uh, is basically convincing again. Look, no, look, this is early on. This can this is reversible. If we get somewhere relatively soon, we can we can actually fix this. This is not yeah. doom and gloom. Um, so, no. And again, even that was kind of a sweet scene. It's kind of like, we're seeing the men break down in different ways. Some people are going a bit crazy, some people are getting angry. Some of them are getting really compassionate. You know, I think that scene with Fitzjames and Francis at the start, because no, they're, they're, they're kind of like starting to like be, try to be strong for each other, to like get them both, you know, each other through it and so on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's what that scene with the, the not doctor. <laughs> the, not, the not second in command doctor. Uh, yes, the, the other not doctor. Because yes. we've, we've got the one not doctor, which is good, sir. Yes. And then we've got the the even less of a doctor. But I did like actually at one point in this episode, uh, Francis did call him Doctor Good Sir. Yeah. It was like he's earned it. It's fine. Like you know what? He's he's the doctor. <laughs> yeah, it'll do. Is what is what we've got. So we're doing it. Uh, the original asshole's not around to like correct him anymore. It's like it's Mister Good Sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're proud of your doctor. You don't want anyone else using it. You know what? Do you know what? I'm just going to legally legally change my name, my first name to Doctor, just to piss off actual doctors that I never earned it. It's just my first name. My first name's Doctor. That'd be a right dick move. It would. But everyone with a doctor would hate your guts. Because <laughs> you'd walk around saying, I'm, a, I'm Doctor so-and-so. And they'd be like, you're not a doctor. Ah, uh-huh, no, no, I am Doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I am Doctor. <laughs> I love how, in even in your fantasy scenario here, you walk up to them and they just know you're not a doctor. Oh, they, they know just I'm not know a you, you. Not even of any kind. Not even a medical doctor. They just know you're not a doctor. You've not done a doctorate. <laughs> I could be a. I could be a doctor. Can you get a doctorate in film? Maybe I could do that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? But I, I love. I just love the idea that even in your fantasy, there you go. You know, I'm doctor. So they look at you and go, "No, you're not." <laughs> do you know what it is? It's, it's the grin I've got on my face as I say it because I know it'll annoy them. I look. <laughs> I'm doctor. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Uh, no, this was a solid episode. Uh, oh, Phil Poise. I, I don't think it tops the final five minutes of last episode. That's probably still my favourite scene from the show. But I think this episode. I think this is, is more consistent. Yeah, episode. this is more consistent overall. Uh, I, yeah. I agree with that. So, um, no, Phil Poise. We got two episodes left. We'll see how chaotic it gets before before we're done. Uh, so by all means let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like and subscribe all the usual stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the show head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv there's a link to that in the description and you can get a link to all the audio feeds and everything else uh, on the top post over at patreon so it's worth going and having a look Uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching keep watching tv have you got any vanilla